Hi guys, this is Cliff Knight from Equippers International. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We want to lift up Jesus and provide a place where you can be taught the truth and encouraged in your relationship with Him. If you find this podcast helpful, feel free to share it with others. You'll find a few different kinds of material on the podcast. Most episodes will be teachings that have been recorded in many different settings, including discipleship classes, missionary training schools, Bible schools, and church conferences. You'll also find episodes where Stephanie and I talk about practical life topics and invite you to listen to our own process and perspectives on how we experience Jesus on a daily basis in every area of our lives. We also have some episodes that include interviews with special guests who will share from their own experiences with the Lord. Altogether, we believe this podcast will be a source of blessing and encouragement and that you will be strengthened in your own relationship with Jesus. Hi guys, welcome back to the Equippers International Podcast. In this episode, I have another special friend, Mr. Michael Ruti. Is that how you say it? Yes, we say Rote. Rote, okay. (laughs) Obviously, Michael's not from America, Michael is a dear Swiss brother. Michael, welcome to the show. Welcome. Uh, great. Thanks. Cool. Uh, well, again, we're on location. We are in what's commonly referred to in the Kanai family as the Ruti Hotel in Zaland, Switzerland. Yes. And we're down in the man cave. I like <laughs> it. I wish you guys could see it. There's just a myriad of things here. There's a drum trap set there's some snow skis there's some bows and arrows a foosball table mini tools it's like oh there's a cross there's it's like a paradise it's like a man's dream just to come down here and hang out right Uh, yes cool it's (laughs) an honor to have you here down here (laughs) cool that's awesome well this episode will be a little bit different maybe than than other episodes in that um I want to get a perspective from Michael about his life and his heart for the Lord, his heart for missions specifically, and just talk a little bit about that. I think it'll be an encouragement for whoever listens in. So, Michael, just spend a couple of minutes and just tell us about you, who you are, where you're from, maybe your family, what you do in two minutes, maybe, or whatever. Okay. Well, yes, I'm Michael. Cool. Uh, I grew up here in Switzerland in the Zurich Highlands, we call that. So yeah, I grew up uh, with an older brother and uh, already 25 years ago, I moved to here because I found a youth group here. And uh, soon later, there was uh, a lovely young lady mm. and I started to date her. And yeah, a few, di- few years later, we got in friendship and we married. So, yeah, we're living here. Does she have a name? Her name is Krista. <laughs> yeah. Sister Krista. <laughs> Krista Ruek was her name, and now her name's Rothi again. Good. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, I grew up in a, in a church here, so met a lot of friends there. So that's how it started. And, um, yeah, now we're living here in this nice house. We have three kids. Niels is... Almost 16, Salome is 13, turning 14. It's important for her. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. Sina, the youngest, she's 10. 
Yeah, beautiful so, children. Yeah, beautiful children. Yeah, we are really blessed with them. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I have a business here in uh, in town. Uh, it started 13 years ago that I opened my own clinic as a physiotherapist. Cool. Um, before I worked in a, in rehab clinics and in other uh, private clinics. Yeah. And before I did an apprenticeship as a, a commercial apprenticeship. Yeah. Nice. So yes, if you're ever uh, in Switzerland and you need some uh, physical therapy, maybe you maybe you come to Switzerland for a special medical procedure because <laughs> the Swiss do very nice work, right? Yep. Then you can rehab at uh, at Michael's facility. If not, if you're just visiting like me and you're vacationing, you get a nice massage, and that's always nice. Yeah, yeah. for a good friend, we make that possible. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Um, Tell us about some significant things that happened in your life several years ago when you traveled to some faraway land. What did that look like? So you want to start there because it started like before uh, in a okay you know yeah go for it okay it started at a at a man's gathering a weekend so. Uh, I didn't know those people uh, there, but one of those men were telling about the short mission trip that he made to South Africa mm. with a friend. And then he's a he's a banker, a, mm. a real Swiss banker, and he just thought after this trip uh, that he should do something that he has like a calling to mm. uh, to start like a small NGO just to support people down there in their education. That cool. how it started, and he called uh, that NGO for Africa. And uh, when I thought, when I heard the, his story, I thought, this is something good. Uh, I want to join this uh, NGO and do something similar. And I asked the Lord, what can I do? And I um, just heard like his voice. He said, do what you are the best in, and thought. Oh, this is working, <laughs> treating people, and so that's why how that's how it started this massage for Africa. So usually, oh, okay. usually uh, uh, you have a project and then you are uh, raising funds for it, but this time we raised the funds already, but we didn't have a special project. And then uh, this friend Matthias, he was in contact with uh, with Bruno. Now Bruno is a good friend of me as well. He's leader and on me, a yeah. yeah. He's leader on a uh, on a YWAM base in Worcester, South Africa. So they were talking together, and Bruno said, "You know, there is a a young man on our base. He's leading a um, a school a school of uh, IPHC introduction in primary healthcare, mm. and he's from Cameroon, and he doesn't has any support. So that would be a great." thing when if we could support a healer with those funds that we raised yeah so that's how it started wow uh, and then we uh, i got in contact with healer from cameroon and for maybe one and a half years we just had a relationship in writing mm. so we didn't see each other we didn't know each other and then you know it was funny years ago we always said if god wants to punish us he will send us to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we've all heard that. <laughs> and then, you know, at this man's gathering, there was a, like a flyer so about short mission trips. And I took one at home. And my wife said, no, 
throw it away. We never go to Africa. But it was uh, hanging on our wall and for more than year for more year for several years. Wow. So we moved it already to from our uh, flat that we rented before to our house now. It never uh, got thrown away. No. It was always there for maybe about four years wow. uh, until we, and then, you know, it came out uh, to our hearts uh, that we should do a short mission trip as well. Cool. And yeah, it's a, it's a funny story as well. On this flyer, uh, there was a, our contact uh, in the country is like, the, was this contact of Bruno and uh, it started and always was reading his blog. Yeah. Uh, and then one day I thought that the Lord is telling me, support him financially. But he didn't know him. Uh, so I was just writing to him. And so, you know, you don't know me, but I think, I believe that the Lord is calling me and uh, that I should support you financially. Please send me your uh, your bank account number. Wow. And so, and it started. And maybe two two months later, he's uh, he uh, sent an email uh, and he said, you know, we are coming to Switzerland just for a short visit. We really want to invite you for a friendship meeting. And I was writing him back, you know, just because I've supported you for two or three months, we are not friends. We are not coming. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just so, keep it business. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but then he, I like that. That, then he insists, so we went there. So, and it was a, you know, Bruno and uh, he has three kids as well, a yep. boy and two girls right. in a very similar uh, age that, uh, than like our kids That's are. Right. So then how it started. And he said, you really have to come to South Africa. And so, yeah, after like four years after the first meeting that mm. I heard about for Africa. So, yeah, we That's left awesome. to, we, we entered the first time the continent of Africa. That is, uh, what yeah. year was that? Ooh, this was maybe in 2016. Okay, about late. Seven, right. okay. seven years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's it's, only five years, but it, yeah. Anyway, it's a uh, while back. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. What, you know, there's so many things that I love about this story. You know, um, I just love the way God works. You know, and so many things we say we'll never do, and God has different plans, and you know, we've all had that experience, but. I think what's most significant for me as I think about your story is I think about how, you know, God is always working in such a an intentional, strategic way to to uh, the word was the word that came to my mind was divergence. It's like he's he's bringing things. I mean, it's not really it's people because things don't happen unless people are involved, right? Nothing just nothing happens unless there's a person involved, but he brings people's lives into what I call divergence, like they connect mm -hmm. and you made this connection and then it deepened and then more connections. And then it's just so beautiful how the Lord blesses that and grows relationship. And so, for example, Hilar today, tell us about this young man and what he's doing and how your relationship just matured with him. Oh yeah. After we met him first time in uh, in South Africa, in South Africa, you know that was special when we met the first time. You know, sure. uh, yeah. I still know where we met. So we saw the first time after writing uh, one and a half years. So and it was like we knew each other forever. Yeah. So it was yeah. It was so good. That's awesome. Yeah. 
And after we invited him to come to Switzerland, because I thought he should, because he's still in, he was still involved with uh, with his uh, IPHC school, mm-hmm. um, and I thought he should uh, uh, see uh, like uh, another healthcare system is working, like the one in Switzerland. <laughs> Whoa! So next level from yeah. Africa. Yeah. yeah. So he came to Switzerland. So wow. we went to a, a huge rehab clinic. He was so overwhelmed. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. He maybe every second hour he said, "Oh, Switzerland, this is another level." <laughs> that was yeah. He uh, he came to my clinic. I introduced him to a uh, to a doctor, and he could be there for uh, one or two days. And I introduced him to a dentist in our town. Wow! So he could spend a day or two uh, with him just wow. just to see how a healthcare system is working in Switzerland. Yeah. Wow! What an opportunity! Yeah. And then he was leading his school. So they do uh, uh, this uh, first three months as a, how you call that in YM, uh, this lecture phase. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the lecture phase. Yeah. Yeah. And then after they do an outreach. Yep. And uh, he did an outreach uh, with his school uh, to Togo on a little YWAM base. And then, you know, then once I had a dream that we will work together uh, on a small base uh, maybe maybe in Togo or just mm. on a place in Africa. Mm. So that was, and maybe two years later, uh, he was, you know, he he didn't get the visa for South Africa again. So he couldn't enter. Uh, he couldn't even enter. The, wow. Yeah. So yeah, after I uh, I picked up his suitcase, took it back to Switzerland, and so we brought him to him. So it was a other funny story. Yeah. But. Um, and then uh, I thought maybe that's the dream is coming true when Hiller was still in Togo. So and I thought, oh, maybe I could visit him in Togo because you know all those South Africans or all those Western or Eastern Africans they say if they meet you in in South Africa they say one day you have to come to real Africa. That's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> this right. is just the yeah. the entering uh, of Africa. We call it up country. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, and then, yeah, I got, like, a voucher from my wife. She said, yeah, go go to visit him in, in Togo. Wow. And that's how it started. Uh, you know, I only have been there for one week. It felt like several weeks because I experienced so many things there, you know, as yeah. as was truly a completely other level yeah. as a Swiss to, yes. to enter. Uh, Anybody. Uh, I mean, as an American, I have the mm-hmm. same testimony, you know, yeah. uh, yeah, it's just amazing. I love it. I just love hearing and talking and just the process again of God. I mean, who how does God take a a Swiss physical therapist living in a town of how many people? Uh 4,500 4, <laughs> a little yeah. they call them dwarflies, a little place in the hills of Switzerland and get him into Africa, you know, and, and I guess what I want to encourage people in, you know, is a lot of maybe, I don't know who all listens to the show, but you know, everybody doesn't have to be full-time missionary and everybody doesn't just stay at home and give money. You know, there's this in-between place where I really believe that anybody that has a heart for God and a heart for missions to be involved financially would should ultimately go, mm-hmm. you know? And so how has that experience? So how many times has your family been to South Africa now? 
we, we talked about it you debated yeah, we went as a family yeah. uh, four times yeah and i've been there just by myself two times and my wife also yeah that, she has been south by herself that's in south, south africa, africa. That's and, South Africa. And you've been to West Africa. I have been two times. Yeah, two times in Togo, one time in Cameroon and in Malawi. Yes. So now here's a guy that's made like almost eight, nine trips to Africa in uh, less seven less years. years. Yeah. Mm. And you never dreamed of going to Africa. You no. know? <laughs> and it's not just Africa, guys. It can be Central Asia. It can be South America, Central America, anywhere. Uh, it could be America if you're living somewhere else in the world and you hear this podcast, you know. So the point is, you know, it's such a rewarding experience to to see um, how God can just move us and direct us, you know. So let me ask you, put you on the spot now, kind of spontaneous question, just want to probe a bit. So what would you say is like in your heart for like what 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 passion or what 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 beats in your heart in this area i mean you love your practice you do physical therapy with a passion you're a passionate mm -hmm. guy you're a man of excellence i love that about you but you know just practicing physical therapy in zaland is not enough there's more what does that heartbeat feel like to you um yeah, maybe it started like that, that there should be more, there is there is more. Mm. And it started maybe with the idea, because we are so blessed, we are also financially blessed mm. as Swiss. So it started with, uh, let us support, yeah. invest in, in, good, in good projects. Yeah. And first it was, they have been just projects, but now they became those projects became friends because yeah. they are people that's that's right. yeah and now it's uh it's still uh investing in projects because sure. it, to give something to other who are not financially blessed like like we are right and uh, to support them with um uh, with finances for for education or to yeah. rise up uh, their own business so we are investing in a friend in Malawi who has just started his his farm and uh, he's doing farming and uh, yeah, we are investing there i bought a cow for my daughter and two porks for for my other daughter That's and great. two goats uh, for my son um and now they are living there and uh, my friend is taking care of them yeah. and they it's how it started how we start yeah help to start the business there yeah, yeah. um yeah, we still support Hilaire yeah. with finances, yeah. but also sometimes uh, it's just friendship, you know? Yes. It's, it was growing to, to friendship. Mm. And uh, a lot of time I spend with uh, with my African friends yeah. is just sharing hearts yeah. uh, with each other. It's not just sending money, mm -mm. you know? And um, yeah. yeah, yes. And I so, you know, those some of them could be my sons, because sure. they are much younger than Absolutely. than I am, Absolutely. But, you know they they told me important things for my life. Yeah. So they yeah. don't realize that. Sure. But sometimes I can tell them when I'm traveling back. So you know I learned so much from those young African friends, mm. uh, and yeah, it's just opened my worldview. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Let me let me come in there because I want to. 
always like to take opportunity in these times because every time I ask someone to do a podcast, the response normally is, oh, I've never done that. Mm -hmm. And I said, don't worry, I will lead it. And then the Holy Spirit kind of shows up every time. It's one of these moments. It's like um, you've made a comment now you've described about projects and people. I know I've been in ministry for 30 years. You know, everybody knows projects are necessary. They're good. They're they do people do great things through projects but behind every project is people yes. and i just want to just and i never i'm not trying to promote but i just want to let people know you know to to understand the value of investing resources into people it is a very powerful thing very powerful and it, you know sometimes people think of projects they think you know oh hundred thousand dollar project a million dollar project uh, you know but how powerful is 150 dollars to help a tailor in west africa eat when there's no food you know and and the stories just go on and on so i just want to tell the listener you know if you ever have a heart to support and you don't know where to give there's there's plenty great organizations out there and you can sponsor this and you can give that you know i just always like to tell people Equippers International is an American organization for people in the Western world that can give money, and 100% of that money goes to people. It goes to, to valuable things, and that's our heart. That's Michael's heart. That's what he's doing. And so, you know, there are ways and means to really connect and involve yourself in the lives of people, and you will never be disappointed in that process. Yes. It's a beautiful process. And again, just grow from there. So now I'm going to be selfish a little bit and just talk about how our lives connected. Because this is where, you know, it's a point of importance for me as the host of the show. Uh, <laughs> so what year? I don't remember. Close to one of your first or second trip. Maybe we met on the first trip. It was on the first trip. Okay. On this, on the base. Yeah, on the uh, YWAM base. Yeah, so on the old is, YWAM base. He's referring to the YWAM base in Booster, South Africa, where Stephanie and I lived for 18 years. And so we met these Swiss people. Actually, one of the guys that was involved in coming with them was he'd already done his DTS several years back. And anyway, so we became connected. We started friendship just like normal. It wasn't it wasn't a money thing. It was just a friendship. And it was God just connecting us. We started relating. And then our mutual friend, Thomas Humble, asked me to come five years ago to Switzerland to do the Monoforum conference. Mm -hmm. And I just want to talk a little bit about that, not to promote myself or the ministry, but it has been such a rich experience for me because uh, people that know our ministry that follow us that read our newsletter they know that i've been been hanging out in switzerland every year for the last five years maybe with a little bit of envy but uh you know it's not a bad place to do ministry but you know <laughs> but it's it's been a real blessing so can you just quickly comment on the monoforum and not so much about the organization it's just a men, independent men's ministry in switzerland that's enough about that but the events that we're doing, the Landly Weekend, how do you perceive that weekend and the value of that weekend in the lives of men? Huh. I think a lot of changes in my life started in those in this mm. and uh, at, at this weekend. Yeah, before I ever showed up, yeah. years before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this, the whole story about Africa started at this weekend. Wow. I would never heard about for Africa if I wasn't been there. Yep. So, um, you know, 
I grew up in a like conservative church. Yeah. And you know, we we're not praying for each other. Things like this. You're yeah, not you're right. not hugging your uh, man's uh, your friends. Uh, yeah. You're not laying hands on their shoulder and praying for them. And that's how it started. You wow. know, I entered there and there they hugged each other. They mm. were they were just each. It didn't even start, and they were praying for each other already. So I was amazed how they uh, relate to each other. Mm. And then at this time I was in a a very special situation. We had some real bad things happening in our family. And um, I told this story to several friends here in our church. And, you know, they were just, uh, oh, yeah, this is bad. Oh, this is really bad. And then um, I was there at the weekend. And one of the leaders came. We had a, uh, we should talk about a, a special topic with, with my brother there. But we didn't talk about that so we talked about my situation in my family uh, and uh, one of the leaders came and he asked so what are you talking about and i told him you know something different and he was uh, he asked so can i ask you what are you talking about so i told him just a short story and mm. they said oh wow this is crazy let's pray and i thought you know that's what i needed yeah a, a prayer nobody prayed before wow. you know and the good thing is this man he came after 10 years this year to the weekend wow i met him after 10, ten years wow. so I, I told him what I happened didn't... you know that was that was that was great so a lot of things changed mm. at at this weekend that's how mm. it started the whole story about africa and all, always when i'm there i never you know there are like just two places like this at the men's gathering, and the other one is at in South Africa in the Glory Hall. Yeah, uh, I experienced uh, there is no place on earth like uh, like these two places where I wow. can hear the God's uh, Lord's voice on us, like mm. personal deep yeah, way. Yeah, 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 mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So, and, that, that, and a lot um, of friendships started there. Yeah, and it's so it's so special because some of them I just meet once a year. But they are friends, mm -hmm. you know. You just see each other, uh, and because you're you're there, and the Lord is talking to you, uh, a lot of tears mm. uh, has been cried there. Yes. And so, and so, yeah, you go through some process there, mm. and then after one year, it's you know, you you meet each other, and it's you meet close friends, mm. even if you haven't seen each other for a year. Yeah. So this is yeah. very special, you know? Yeah, I must confess and, and testify, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I shared this with some guys. I didn't know what to expect coming to Switzerland. I had definitely had some prejudiced prejudgments in my heart about Europeans. I'd not done much ministry in Europe in 2017 when I first came to the Monoforum as the speaker. And I was blown away by this experience by this coming into this room i can remember the first time within 10 minutes uh, i just got up to speak we worshiped i got up to speak and i said something so simple about being god's son and we did this confession mm -hmm. of i am god's beloved son he's pleased with me we said it three times and it's like the holy spirit just fell in the room mm -hmm. i thought whoa something's happening here and there's just, it's such a unique weekend. I don't know, as you were sharing now, the word that came to mind, it's like it's just full of life. Mm -hmm. It's like active. You know, it's not like a conference where you just show up at the session, hear the teaching, go have a coffee, 
you know no it's like you're you're constantly engaging with the lord everywhere you go throughout the weekend free time worship teaching ministry walking in the morning with a brother going down to the spa and swimming and sitting in the hot room but it's like everybody's just connecting in life and it's just such a beautiful experience we baptize guys this year we baptized four guys and we're on this picturesque lake in uh, in Landley, and we thought, what a cool idea it'd be to all go out into the lake and like dive into the lake as a prophetic kind of act that we're diving in for Jesus. You know, we're going all the way, and so we just do fun, cool man things together. Yes. <laughs> so it was crazy. Yeah. 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 I expect already now when I when I go there that the Lord is talking to me. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, and that's cool. And a lot of testimonies of guys saying, you know, they're strengthened, they they're healed, they go back better husbands and dads, and their wives are happy for them to miss them for that weekend every year. So yeah, it's a real blessing. So really cool. So yeah, so we have developed a beautiful friendship with Michael and Krista. They're some of our very close friends. We love them dearly. Uh, we look forward to being their neighbor soon. As you know, <laughs> Stephanie and I are looking to move to Swiss, uh, Italy and we'll be just neighboring south of them. And we looked on Google Maps, a lot of eight, nine hour drive to their yeah. house. So we'll <laughs> have to make that trip or vice versa. I think they'll come to Italy. But um, it's just been such a blessing to connect with, uh, with the Ruti family and, and watch their journey develop. And again, a man that's just committed to his physical therapy practice, but also has provided space in his life to touch lives somewhere way outside of his normal sphere. And it's been very rewarding for him. Yeah, so I don't know, Michael, that's that's a good little session. Is there anything else on your heart as we close that you want to share with anybody about anything? It's kind of wide open. Hmm. Um. I think it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Maybe yeah. My heart is, you know, I still love my my job. You know. Sure. Um, I really passionate, uh, and you know, maybe that's. Uh, some years ago, we thought maybe the Lord wants to send us for a for a special time, maybe for a couple of months or mm-hmm. for a year yeah. down to Africa, and then more and more it came to our heart that He said. No, do what you do, what you love to do, and uh, I will send you just for a few weeks. Yep. And uh, um, yeah, and still keep on going, raising funds for for those projects, mm-hmm. for your friends, for people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now we have peace that Amen. we that we, we yeah. may, maybe we will have a calling uh, in yeah. future. But right now, uh, my calling or our calling is still to to run this uh, to run this clinic. Yes. Raising funds here yeah. uh, to invest in uh, in relationship yeah. uh, with uh, with our friends. Now they are all over the world. You know, our world was pretty small years right. ago. It was just our little tiny yeah. Durfli <laughs> yeah. and uh, and Switzerland. Sure. We always made our holidays in Switzerland. We never left Switzerland yeah. for holidays. No need to. It's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, and then we just we went. To South Africa, yeah. yeah. yeah but now cool. we have really peace about to to stay here, that's doing cool. running our business here, and yeah, and yeah. do such what we good, do. Such a great perspective. I knew that's why we needed to do this podcast. So I'm just hoping and praying that people listen and they and everybody can hear something. And I think Michael's journey and his testimony 
are really helpful uh, and, and will touch somebody. So I trust that. So we've talked about a couple of things in the episode. I like to just wrap up with a little promo. So for Africa, it's for those that want to know more about it, it's the number four Africa uh, dot ch yes and you can go on the website read about it uh you know, all over the world you can look at it uh yeah the mono forum that's a german or swiss word for you know men's forum you can google that uh but yeah so thank you michael for joining the show i really appreciate your time we're thank literally you. going to turn off the recorder pack the bag and go to the airport so mm-hmm. my wife is waiting for me in rome she landed about three hours ago, and so I need to get on over there, and uh, we're going to spend the next two weeks in Italy scouting the land, and we're excited. So if you hear this episode, I'll try to post it maybe in the hotel tonight, and then pray for us in the next two weeks. But until then, as always, be strong and courageous and love Jesus more. Yes, amen. Thanks, thanks Michael. <laughs> Thank you.